welcome to another episode of the Bold Platform Podcast. My name is Adrian, and I'm the creator and host of this show, which has been running for about 14 months now. So we started in early uh, 2019, and the podcast is all about highlighting the stories of Australian women and girls who are doing really bold and brave things in their community to um, make the communities a, a better place and, and um, leave them better than how they found it. So a few weeks ago, I was scrolling through my Facebook and I saw a post um, about a campaign called Bold Moves. And obviously, given the name of the podcast, it grabbed my attention and I got in contact um, with one of the beautiful women behind that who joins me today. So welcome, Ari. Thank you. So Ari, I want to start um, by getting you to share what your business, um, Anna, is all about and how the Bold Moves campaign fits into that business. Yeah, absolutely. So we are a mission and vision-based business. So our vision is to reshape stories women see and tell about themselves in society. And our mission is actually to empower women to make bold moves, which very much aligns with what you do. Mm. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we actually launched our first ever media campaign called uh, the Bold Moves campaign where we were highlighting some incredible change makers and movement starters in Australia. So similar to you, um, we also want to share stories of women in Australia, diverse stories, because we believe that uh, we need to change our own narrative if we're going to actually start to move towards parity. So that's a little bit about us and the campaign. But what our first solution or product is, is actually women's work and laptop bags. Mm -hmm. Um, And how we sort of came to that was probably about two years ago, um, I was doing a, a digital marketing course and I was, I've always wanted to start a business and I was thinking about, well, how can I actually fill a need or a gap in the market? And I also, I, I work full time at LinkedIn and so Arna is actually my side hustle with my sister and I'm in sales. So I'm always going out, meeting with clients. I'm always taking my laptop. And this one particular period of time, one of my colleagues kept bor- borrowing my laptop bag and it started really frustrating me. I was like, oh, you know, I really need that laptop bag. And one of the things I actually realized I had an aha moment because that there actually weren't that many options for women mm-hmm. to um, to have beautiful work and, and laptop bags because uh, I had searched forever to find that bag. I'd gone online, I'd gone into all the different stores and I just couldn't find something really beautiful. So mm-hmm. That's when we decided, okay, well, let's, um, let's, I think we've got something here. So we should start testing the market. And it made sense for us as well, um, to really wrap that business and our, our values and, and what we really care about, which is empowering women. So that's how it all kind of began. So tell me about, so it's yourself and your sister. Yes. That's incredible. So tell me about the process um, behind, I guess, the the bags and the manufacturing and where you source them from and, and how that all even came came to be. Yeah, so that's probably the hardest part because both of us uh, were sort of brand new to manufacturing and fashion. So mm-hmm. my sister Tash has worked in marketing for well over a decade so um and I've worked in sales so um that was that was definitely the hardest part and about 
a couple of two years ago, we reached out to a friend of ours, Alana, um, and came to her with the idea, and she actually started designing the working laptop bags for us. But it was actually a really long process around trying to find manufacturers. So we started in Vietnam, but we had um, language barrier issues. Then we went to Bali through an ethical curator, but we had quality issues. And then finally, we actually found our manufacturer through a group called Like-Minded Bitches Drinking Wine. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that group. Yeah, so it's a, a great group for for businesswomen. And a woman actually posted that she had a great manufacturer in China that did actually small runs because, you know, when you're mm. a small business, it's very expensive to, like, you can't afford to buy hundreds or thousands of um, your products, so you want to start off really small. Mm. So that's how we found a manuf- our manufacturer, but it took two years and then, in the meantime, what we did was uh, after ideating for probably about a six months, we decided that we'd try and test the market. So what we did was we actually started contacting or reaching out to any Australian designers that were doing work or laptop bags to mm-hmm. see if we could actually, um, if there was a gap in the market. So about in April last year, 2019, we launched with other designs. Um, and then just a, a couple of months ago, we launched our own campaign, which is all around our own uh, bags and designs that, that we've got made. This is so incredible. And the bags themselves are, you know, really beautiful, but obviously quite ethical in terms of the, the products. Is that right? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the things, and I think it's like a constant journey for a lot of retail brands now, but yeah. one of the things we needed to make sure of was that we knew where our bags came from, mm. we did our factory, um, we paid proper and fair wages. So um, my sister has actually recently just been to our factory a couple of months ago in China um, to check it out. So, um, you know, I think... We do use leather currently and um, we would like to move towards more sustainable style materials, but that's just like a journey that we're we're sort of beginning and a journey that we're on. Mm. I recently interviewed um, a lady called Steph from A Very Good Bra, The Very Good Bra, and um, she talked to me through um, that whole process because it's basically a zero waste, zero trace, the world's first zero waste bra. And when she started talking about all the elements, and, and it's similar, I guess, to a bag in terms of the buckles and the straps and the thread and all of that, when she started talking about it, it was incredible where you know, the process that she had to get to. And it, you know, I think ideally, you know, we'd all love to have those types of products, but the reality is it's, it's actually quite expensive and quite difficult. And there's, and also sometimes the technology is actually just not even there to, even if you wanted to make products a certain way. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what it is. So like when we first started, we were looking at a material called Pinatex, which Mm -hmm. is, a leather that's actually made out of pineapple, but wow, um, yeah, and it was um, it's run out of the company's run out of the UK, but the material at the moment is just so expensive yeah. that we wouldn't actually be able to make any kind of profit mm. from that. And there's some other really great things going on around the world, like um, in Mexico, they've just 
discovered like that you can actually make leather from cactus so again like all these um I think everyone wants to move there faster but it's just Mm. quite expensive and even um even some of the so we do do like uh, we're about to launch our uh, vegan leather, which is like a PU mm. um, material. But even some of those vegan leathers are actually plastic, so they're still not that great for the environment. So yeah. it's a bit of a journey we're working on. We've actually just partnered with a, a brand in India called Join Bags, and what they do is they actually make their leather bags from the offcuts of leather, so leather that would otherwise be um, – discarded discarded or put into landfill so those Mm. are the kinds of things we um, are trying to do but as you mentioned before like it's such a huge process and Mm. um, it's so expensive to do that for a small business starting off um, you know it's, it's really hard for a lot of people yeah definitely so between yourself and Tash how do you work out who does what in your business and and maintain I guess your friendship or your sisterhood and also a business partnership as well yes so Tash actually stepped full-time into our business this year so Mm -hmm. she's actually currently in India in lockdown she couldn't get back to Australia um but so she's gone full-time, but she has a marketing background. So she does a lot of our social, or in fact, all of our social media. Um, she's also like an expert online. Built, she built our website. Mm. Um, and for me, I sort of do more of um, like work with the manufacturers. I uh, work with the partners that we buy from, um, you know, sort of, do all all sorts of other things so yeah um, I kind of because my skills are more in sales so Mm -hmm. I look for um opportunities and um things that I've done recently I built a workshop which I'll be launching in the next couple of weeks around um design thinking and how to help women actually solve challenges in business so we both have different skills um and but she's definitely spent a lot more time on it this year so it's yeah it's exciting yeah and how do you maintain like the the family side of your relationship outside of work um or it all just melds into one (laughs) yeah so we actually so she's been in India for a couple of months now Mm. um but we we lived together Mm -hmm. or when we launched the business so it actually um you know, we ended up speaking probably way too much all the time about <laughs> Anna and never giving ourselves a break. Uh, but I think the way that we kind of um, work really well together is we're just really, really honest. Mm-hmm. So nothing is like not spoken about. We talk about our fears and our challenges. And actually, just before we launched the business properly, we actually enlisted a coach and we both Mm -hmm. had the same coach um Kylie Stone uh, from the performance code and she was really amazing because she really helped us lay those foundations Mm. like how to communicate figure out what our values are what our strengths are what our fears are so that we could kind of go into the business um just completely knowing what we were about to walk into yeah and having that all out on the table right yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's so important, especially in any kind of business partnership, but especially when it's also at the end of the day, it's your family as well. Yeah. So at what point did you decide um, to explore more into this, the, the Bold Moves campaign and what does that, what does that mean for you guys? Uh, so the Bold Moves campaign um, is the first media campaign that we have run and um, we enlisted a creative director to actually help us with the campaign and it took mm-hmm. us a couple of months to come up with a concept but it really ties back into our mission and vision um, to reshape stories women see and tell about themselves. Mm. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to focus on women in Australia who were change makers or movement starters, um, women from different uh, backgrounds so that we can create a new narrative for ourselves I think as women because if we want to move to parity faster, we all have a part to play in mm-hmm. that. And I think one of the biggest parts is through storytelling and um, being inspired by other women. So we chose women um, who we'd actually met or worked with before that sort of really inspired um inspired women other women Mm. and so who uh, I know um I think what the performance coach you just mentioned there was one of the women in that campaign can you tell us um a little bit more about some of the other the other women in that that first campaign yeah absolutely so um we've just launched uh Sarah uh, Seller so she is an activist uh she's a lawyer she works for Get Up in Australia um, and she's also a poet so um, she wrote a book which has recently written a book um, about the Arabic woman's experience in Australia Mm. Um, so I haven't I need to read the book but um, she's just an absolutely incredible woman a real powerhouse Um, and we've just actually launched her uh, interviews we did video interviews and we did uh, a, a photo shoot as well so mm. um so that's sarah and then we also interviewed um uh keely and marley silver so mm-hmm. they, i'm not sure if you've heard i of have that. yeah yeah great yeah they have um the instagram to their fatitas which means sister for sisters and it's a, a platform for uh all women actually but predominantly to share aboriginal and torres strait island stories again mm-hmm. so they're also storytellers yeah um, I've listened to their podcast through Mamma Mia yes Marley so um yeah so just and and funnily enough like you reached out to me on Instagram I actually just reached out to Marley on Instagram for mm. what she was doing and I reached out to her probably about six months ago maybe even longer and um just to meet for a coffee because um, I at LinkedIn, I also lead the women's committee there. So um, it was great for me to meet her and talk about how we could sort of uh, work together and partner together, not only for Anna online, but also uh, for LinkedIn. Mm. There's some incredible women. Yes. In that lineup. My goodness. I know. Yeah, wow. So as over the last two years with yourself and and Tash, what have been um, 
some of those highlights for you in terms of the journey so far, not only with the um, the bags and the laptop um, and handbags, but also now with this new campaign and that element of storytelling, what have been some of those real sort of highlight moments um, for yourself? Um, so I think there's a few. I think just first of all, launching a business has been really amazing it's always something that I've wanted to try to do so doing it with my sister has been unbelievable and I've just Mm -hmm. learned so much and we wanted to build a business where we could um, try and make mistakes and fail a little bit and sort of push ourselves because it's not often that you really get to do that so that's been a really great opportunity Um, I think for me just meeting all the incredible women that I've met along the way. So I, um, you know, like speaking to you today, I actually speak to a lot of, I I probably, I'm on the phone to someone every couple of weeks talking about their incredible business. Um, So I get to meet a lot of women in Australia doing incredible things, which is Mm. probably a a highlight and it's what keeps me really inspired. Um, And then I think probably uh, shooting and filming our first campaign was just such an un- unbelievable experience. We worked with such amazing women and our creative director, Candice. It was um, just such a beautiful day and it was such a collaborative day and we all learned so much from each other. And, um, yeah, that was that was probably the one of the most fun times I've ever had in my career Mm, it really um you I think you really for anyone who's watched that video and obviously we'll link through to that in the show notes even just the the still shots from that day you can feel all those things that you just mentioned honestly like coming off your screen I I remember watching it when I first saw your um the post when I think it was actually Tash that had posted in the group and I contacted you guys and you girls and I just went oh my gosh this video I'm like it just gave me goosebumps watching the the campaign it's so incredible oh thank you so much that's so nice to hear it yeah it really was um yeah it was one of those days where we got goosebumps and there mm. were like a lot of tears as well, mm. but like really happy tears. And I think, um, yeah, it was just such a great experience. Yeah. I think there's something very powerful and I'm sure people that are listening have been in that situation where you, whether it's a, you know, a conference or a retreat or a day or a night or, or a photo shoot or something like that, where there's this group of women that come together and you, it's not something that you can necessarily easily articulate, but there's something very powerful that happens in those rooms just that energy or that space it's created where women feel really safe and vulnerable but and you know there's often lots of laughter and lots of tears and all those emotions I don't know what it is it's just a certain energy I think and I feel I think that's sort of what comes through in that campaign oh thank you so much for saying that it's so nice to hear well, that's, yeah, that's, that's definitely how it made me feel when, when I was watching it. And even, as I said, even just those beautiful black and white stills, like they're just, um, they're incredible, incredible, you know, beautifully created, um, imagery. We talked, um, a little bit now about some of those highlights. What have been some of the challenges, um, for, for yourself and for Tash in terms of this, this process and this journey that you've been through? 
yeah, like there's been a lot of challenges, but um, a lot of learning. And, and that's why we wanted to do it because, you know, that's how you grow. It's when mm-hmm. you actually have sort of challenges and, and, and frustration. So, I mean, I wouldn't change anything at all. I'm glad everything happened the way that it did because um, that's how we learnt and, and that's how we've grown. Yeah, absolutely. What are the, some of the things that make your life easier and that you can't live without, whether it be, you know, certain technology or certain processes, certain rituals you have for yourself? What are some of those things that really allow you to um, keep sort of, um, you know, looking after yourself and keep the business running smoothly? I think cash, first of all. I couldn't <laughs> do it without cash. Yeah. Um, you know, because we both have those moments where you kind of you're in and out of inspiration as well and, um, you know, life gets in the way and you've got a million things and then, you know, I'll see her do something amazing and I'll kind of inspire and then, mm. and then I'll, you know, take action and, and do do something else or come up with an idea. So I don't think I could do it without Tash. Yeah. Um, I, I know I wouldn't be able to do it without, <laughs> without Tash. I, you know, there's certain things I just would have no clue about. I'm, I'm actually terrible with technology, like working Instagram and, and Facebook. Even though I work in in technology, I'm just, I don't know what's what's up with me. It's like I never learned it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, you're doing very well on this video call today. <laughs> I actually got on 15 minutes early because I was scared that I would, like, mess it up. So, um, yeah, so Tash and what else? Um, are there like certain apps that you have on your phone or certain, you know, things that you do every day that really kind of just keep everything rolling smoothly? I know one of my clients, one of the people that we've spoken to before is like, if I don't get a foot massage once a week, everything just goes to dust. I was like, oh, okay. Foot massage. It's an interesting little one. I'm like, oh, it's whatever works. <laughs> Actually, I did get my first reflexology session about a week ago, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, so, right. Um, yeah, I think in terms of like if you if you're talking about technology, then things like uh, Shopify mm-hmm. is an unbelievable piece of technology. Like mm-hmm. being able to build your website and everything, pretty much um, all the plugins, everything being there. So I think mm. if you're starting a retail business like that is just unbelievable other tools um canva is mm-hmm. just phenomenal um i also just i'm such a fangirl of melanie perkins same um, <laughs> i just think canva's great and then you know just things like um social media and and linkedin i mean i know i work there so haha mm. uh-huh, me saying linkedin <laughs> but um you know it's just such a powerful such a powerful tool mm-hmm. and We've driven a lot of business through LinkedIn and through Instagram and Facebook. So I think social media, we, we couldn't do do our jobs without social media. Um, in terms of like personally for me, mm. um, sleep, I need a lot of sleep <laughs> and I need to eat well and I need to, I've just the last couple of weeks because of, coronavirus and sort of being indoors um I've actually I've done yoga yoga every day like yoga videos so I think yeah keeping active and eating well and Mm. sleeping (laughs) I think we're also you know it's we're in 
extraordinary times, um, obviously because of the virus at the moment. So those things are even more important for everybody and especially people that run small business at the moment to keep, you know, your head right and things like that, because it's just, I feel like the world is moving at such a rapid pace at the moment in terms of trying to keep up with the news. And that obviously can be so overwhelming and, you know, so, so much uncertainty and, um, I guess lots of, there's not a lot of security for many people. I think even more so now than ever before it's been so important to, you know, keep, yeah, moving and stretching and putting the right food in your body to make sure that you're kind of at the best you can be because there's so much that's out of our control at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. It's very interesting times. I know. <laughs> mm, very, very interesting times. If if there's people, Ari, that are listening and thinking, you know, they've always thought about starting something, you know, similar to yourself that, you know, thinking that starting a business was always something that they really wanted to um you know, have a go at and try. Are there certain things that you've learned along the way that you would share with someone who is sort of where you were two years ago? Yeah. Um, and it's a piece of advice that I actually heard from one of my favorite podcasts, which is called Unfuck Your Brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just around taking action and taking one action every day. So I think a lot of people. Uh, talk to me about wanting to start their own thing and their ideas but they don't actually take action so Mm -hmm. I think one of the ways to sort of keep moving and and get a business off the ground especially if you're working full-time is just take one action every day whether it's reaching out to someone on LinkedIn whether it's sending an email whether it's you know buying something for your business or pushing out a social media post just one thing every day uh, mm-hmm. it starts to accumulate because um, it doesn't uh, happen overnight. It, it can take years to build something and we're still we're still right at the beginning. We're still right at the infancy um, stage. So, um, yeah, I need to keep taking my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> Easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this podcast today. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's it. And I think like I've spoken with other guests before, it's that momentum, I think, because, you know, when you get an idea, you do have a lot of um, energy and you're really motivated, but it can also seem really overwhelming because for a lot of people, it's new. Like we're not born knowing how to run a business and what's involved. But I think just by taking, you know, little step by, like you said, making that one phone call, getting the social media page, buying the URL or setting up an email address, getting a logo, just those little, just one thing a day, just chipping away and it makes it a bit, all seem a bit more achievable, but it also helps spur you on in those moments of going like, oh, what am I doing? You know, all that kind of self-doubt and self-talk that comes up and you start questioning why you're even doing it. I think those little bit by little bit helps you with that momentum to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Ari, um, if people are wanting to find out a bit more about the business and yourself and Tash and your story, um, where's the best place for them to look for some more info? Yeah, so you can find us uh, online at www.arnaonline.com.au. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at, uh, at Anna Online or on LinkedIn, Facebook. All of the platforms. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Look, I would definitely encourage everybody to go on to the website, which is Arna, so A-R-N-A, 
online um, and and have a look at the campaign, have a look at all the beautiful products and and really um, have a read through and 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 get I guess a bit more info and a bit more understanding of um, the bold moves campaign because I think it's obviously obviously something I feel very strongly about because it's very obviously aligned to the bold platform but it's a really beautiful concept and and um, as Ari said it really is all about reframing the way women um, we we talk about ourselves and we tell our story so please go and check that out follow them on social media now more than ever because of what's happening it's important to support our local business and especially other women in business so Ari thank you so much for coming on the show and and sharing your story and um, yeah I'm really excited to see where where the business keeps going and to see um, to see more of the the bold moves from both yourself and Tash and also the women that you're interviewing so thank you so much oh thank you Adrian it's been an absolute pleasure thank you